Welcome to Wither Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go, or, and I'm Bayana. We were really excited to go through these chapters and discuss our thoughts and feelings about the books, but today we are discussing scenes 17 through 24 of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. We have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast and we want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WitherTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around, donate to Black Girls Create, you can check out our new Patronus perks or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. We have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. Um, and if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deb with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlscreate.org. Um, and now for Wizard Team News. Um, so Black Wizard History Month is right around the corner, um, a.k.a. like on Saturday is when it starts. So <laughs> wow. um, we are out here so join us uh throughout the month of february to celebrate to to celebrate black witches wizards and potterheads using the hashtag black wizard history um we have lots of cool things about to pop off we have a twitter chat happening flash fic day two live tweets and some other things (laughs) um and then in addition to like a bunch of like bsu content critical companion posts and um Wizard team. Wizard, yeah, and wizard team. Um, shit, and Tarvis too, but that was just because we didn't have a choice. Um, so yeah, got lots of stuff for that. Um, and so for the Black Wizard History Critical Companion, we would like to publish essays about your favorite Black characters in magical fiction. Doesn't just have to be Harry Potter, um, but can be. Um, and thinking about... Uh, how you think representation of black magical people can be improved upon your favorite black magical worlds and stories and characters. Um, it can be critical, you know, cause that's, you know, what we do It's called critical companion. But if you want to just be like, I really mess with this character and because X, Y, Z, that's also fine. Um, that's a part of it. Um, so send your pitches to pitches at blackgirlscreate.org by this Friday, January 31st. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. We can't wait to see what you guys have to say about, magical blackness <laughs> but black. like but like not <laughs> not the magical <laughs> no, <laughs> no, the way that you said that i didn't think about it until you said it in that particular way and then i was like oh shit <laughs> not that unless you're gonna like take it down which i guess you can but yeah i mean this is supposed to be fun like black with magical powers and like together not in yeah. service of the not white in man. service of anybody else <laughs> yeah to be super clear um yeah. Oh man, someone could write about Kobe's book, The Black Wizards, Wizards and Basketball. Oh yeah. I don't know why I just did that to myself. I don't know why you did either. But. Um, magical birthdays. Um, yesterday. What's yesterday? Yesterday, Saturday. Saturday. Um. So yes, Saturday. Right time. 
Yes, this past Saturday. This past Saturday. Before, the Saturday before you're listening to this. Yes. Was Latte's birthday. So shout out to Latte. Mm-hmm. Latte Longbottom. Who <laughs> <laughs> loves the alliteration there. Um, and then Thursday tomorrow is Lily Evans' birthday. Yes. So shout out to Lily. I heard she has nice but, eyes. Yeah. That's about all I know about she, her. She like strolls um, <laughs> around her neighborhood when she's supposed to be in hiding. <laughs> She just, oh my you know, God. she needed some air. She, she was like, you know. She said, fuck the protection be, charm. You know, it's fine. It's We're cool. good. Uh, so, yeah. So, previously. previously on Wizard Team. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So, I kind of, I'm kind of remembering a little bit. Um, so, the Niffler, or Newt's Niffler, like, escapes and starts pulling a bank heist. But no one notices this, like, really strange platypus-like creature, like, crawling around. Except Newt. Except for Newt. No one else knows. No one else. He's actually, like, standing on people's foot. Yeah. You know, attack, talking to, trying to steal stuff from dogs. Like, literally on a cart that a, like, a worker, a security officer is pushing. But the security, nobody else knows it. No one sees it. Um, he, Newt kind of talks to this muggle named uh jacob who is trying to get a loan to start his own bakery um we don't know the status of those bakes and so you know when he doesn't get his loan we just we don't have enough information to know if that was a problem or not um but then jacob also picks up an egg that newt left behind and then it starts to hatch and so then when jacob finds newt after getting denied his loan um he's like hey mister here's your egg and so then newt summons him and apparates um, with the muggle to another part of the bank to find the Niffler. So now the statute of secrecy has been breached. Um, They get the Niffler and then apparate out of the bank. And then when Newt starts to try to obliviate him, he gets blindsided by, like gets attacked from behind by Jacob, which is like, you know, weird. It's plot. And then Jacob escapes or grabs 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 his briefcase. Their briefcases look the same, just so y'all are aware. Um, grabs his briefcase, runs off, and then Newt gets got by um, spy extraordinaire Tina Goldstein, who's been ducking and dodging around pillars with hot dog on her hot dog or mustard on her chin the whole time, um, and mostly just watched it all play out before she decided she's she gonna up do and anything. So that is more or less... Which is, like, very much in keeping with, like, American law enforcement. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> like, let's just So, see. I mean, she got that part yeah. spot on. Yeah. Like, let's um, just see what's happening here, and then... And then maybe I'll possibly think about doing something Right, about it. right. Um, also, I think it should just be said that none of that needed to happen. Like, Newt... Could have just walked over to Jacob, took the egg, said thank you, and then ap- disapparated by his own by his damn self. Uh, he could have, I don't know, went to Diagon Alley and paid someone five galleons to fix his lock, and then we wouldn't have been in this position. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways in which none of that needed to happen except no. for plot. But even in like terms of plot, I mean, and that and that's like kind of what this whole thing feels <laughs> like. Honestly, this feels like did that have to happen? <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, that's honestly what this whole thing feels like. Is like, I don't know about that particular way to get to this particular event, but, like, sure. Okay. If yeah. that's what we're doing, great. Um, so, so, scene 17? 
yeah, before we oh. jump in, though, first we'll have a word from our sponsors. Um. All right. So, scene seventeen. So, whenever you do that, I want to like make a fake commercial. <laughs> <laughs> do you need? <laughs> have you ever? Studied? We should make one. Up. <laughs> we should start doing that. Have you have, ever like, the lost commercial your commercial? Yeah. Like... Have you ever lost your Niffler and needed a lock for your briefcase? <laughs> Do you ever find yourself in New York with magical creatures? <laughs> Have you ever been apparated, disapparated by a stranger and then ran away? You might be entitled to compensation. <laughs> <laughs> we should totally do that. Call Black Girls Create LL's <laughs> law firm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all right. So we are in a narrow, narrow op- alleyway opposite the bank. Um which is where New and Tina operate. So I just don't understand why they can't operate nowhere else. Like they are they is there like a like some kind of barrier that says they can't operate further than like across the street from the bank? I don't know because this part confused me because I thought she ap- just operated him to Makuza. No. May it might She operated him from one alleyway across the street from the bank to another one. And I think that like I get the alleyway thing in terms of the like you don't it's rude to just operate into somebody's home sure and like I and also don't like think an alley could. is a little bit like more discreet in terms yeah. of operating so i get Instead why just, like, it would be into an alleyway but i just don't understand why, why they had to go but they disoperated in the bank like they didn't walk out of the bank did no, they no the he operates into a deserted street next to the bank and but then, then tina she gets come? her she, then Tina gets him and operates. and operates to a narrow alleyway opposite the bank. So they don't leave the, the, the bank, scene of the crime. Right, they, the so she, that's the part. Yeah, yeah. she disoperates him from an alleyway by the bank to a, to different, a different alleyway, alleyway by, by the, the bank. bank. But like you could go you anywhere. Went, yeah, she could have just operated him directly to the alleyway by Makusa. Right, but that's not what happens. They gotta operate again. Because that effect is cool, but is it though? I mean, it, is. it is. Honestly, that was definitely one of the things when I was like watching the movie where I was like oh these effects look better than they did and they didn't look bad in the original like, yeah. movies at all like they just got better but they just got better like you can you know it's just what happens when you when time passes um so I definitely like every time they apparated sometimes it didn't really make sense I was like y'all you apparated two feet but it looked tight so I guess um yeah. so there's so, that but it also is unnecessary yeah so Maggie says uh um a thought be- regarding Newt being so indiscreet is that much is said about, um, sorry, my text messages keep going off. Mm. Um, much is said about muggles being ignorant to magical happenings and yet wizards are always out here modifying muggles' memories. So which is it? Right. Um, and they also, Portia says, they also say muggles explain things away like missing keys that are actually magically shrunk. Um, and it's like, now I'm thinking about it, it's like all of our little, like, quirks, just because we've all had our memories fucked with so often. You know when you walk, you've ever done that thing where you walk into a room and you get in there, you're like, what did what I come I in here for? Yeah. You yeah. walked into that room, got stopped by a wizard, the wizard said some stuff, messed up, modified your memory, and then you were like, wait. I always thought it was the silence. <laughs> that also... <laughs> Honestly, that might make more sense because you can't see them unless yeah. you're looking at them. So they just like and then walk, and away, walk away, and you're like, "Oh no, that's scary." Either way, it's like a problem. Um, so yeah, so they operate into this new alleyway. We can still hear police sirens in the background. Um, Tina rounds on Newton and is like, "Who are you?" Um, 
Newt's like, you know, he introduces himself and she's like, what's that thing in your case? Which clearly she didn't take care of magical creatures at Overmorny. So, yeah. Okay. And then he's like, that's my Niffler. Um, and then he points to the hot dog mustard still on Tina's lip, which has been here that entire time since before she got in the bank, which I just am like, I mean, okay, but wow. It's a long yeah. time to have mustard on your lip and not like feel it or to not have somebody be like, Ayo. Yeah. Um, but I guess cause she was being super stealth. She no was one being noticed. so undercover, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know what's more m- no madge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Than walking around with uh, forgotten mustard on your lip. I mean, I see someone with mustard on their lip, and I'm like, definitely not a magical person. <laughs> definitely not a wizard. Confirmed. Got a hot dog. Wizards don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> wizards don't do that. <laughs> um, Tina asks him why in the name of Deliverous Dame he let the thing loose. And I guess that's supposed to be like Merlin, but American. Yeah. I assume. Anyway, um, basically she's like, you could not have chosen a worse time to let that thing loose. We're in the middle of a situation. I'm taking you in, which the dialogue is like, it's awful. It's not good. I feel like, especially at this point, I feel like before it wasn't great, but it wasn't so, um, glaring, I guess. I don't know. I just felt like reading, and maybe it was just cause it was still ramping up, but like reading this particular section, I was just like... I mean, I never thought the dialogue was, like, amazing. Yeah, But no. I, you're, like, there is something about having all of the other, like, visuals and stuff to kind of distract you from that. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know her name. The actress that plays Tina, mm-hmm. she's always felt kind of stiff to me. Isn't she British? Probably. <laughs> I just, which isn't, like, a problem, but, like, it. Sometimes can like yeah. contribute when you're focused you know. so much on the accent that you don't get the yeah, um, but yeah. So I feel like they they there's a lot to like when you're watching it that like smooths over this, but when you're reading it, you're like exposition, exposition, mm-hmm. <laughs> exposition. And I think that's part of it is like if he was going to talk about the Niffler, tell somebody about the Niffler, he should have told Jacob. Yeah. Like, Tina should know what a Niffler is. Even yeah. if she, like, didn't, like, you you at least have read it somewhere or had seen it somewhere or something. Or or it would have been mentioned. Unless, is it like a, is it a British magical yeah. creature, maybe? I don't know, but it just seems like it's weird. Um, and even the way that she's like, you could not have chose a worse time. We're in the middle of a situation. I'm taking you in. You should have just been took him in. Like, you, this whole conversation is, like, mad unnecessary. Yeah. Um, so she produ- <laughs> so she produced her official ID card, um, which has an, a moving picture or her moving picture and an impressive symbol of an American eagle, Makuza. Um, and then she says, "Magical Congress of the United States of America." And I just I think it's it's one of those things that is really just like a product of reading a script. No. Okay, cool. Because I was trying to give it some. I was trying no, to give it. I'm like, sorry. I if was, I'm in Britain, I was trying to give it someone some like, says, leeway, but like I'm an officer. I hate it. I don't need them to say I'm a part of the Royal British Navy. Like, okay, like if they say I work in the Navy, my brain. We know what those things are as a product of being alive. You're trying to tell me that like mostly the magical world mirrors the Muggle world. Mm-hmm. 
if America, if American wizards are not a superpower, there's still a large chunk of land. Yeah. You know what Makuza is. Yeah. You may not know like every single thing, well, but was... you would know that phrasing. Yeah. Newt. She goes magical conjuring. Kind of Newt says, "So you work for Makuza." Yeah. Because he knows what that is. But, uh, I was more saying like, and I honestly don't agree with it and I think it's stupid and it bothers me but then I'm like is there I never have an example of a better way to do it if that makes sense like you know what I mean not to say that like there isn't a better way but more like I can never think of like like in this thing specifically when they do this you know what I mean but I just hate when like and we it happened a lot in Chris Child and it's happened here where it just feels like the like it's just too much exposition in the dialogue (laughs) And, like, I get, like, in terms of this, like, it's mostly dialogue, which I think is fine. But just, I don't know. The way they, they, they do it, like, you really could just say Makuza and, like, they could show a sign that says Magical Congress of the United States of America or whatever. And we would see that without her having to, like, say it in that way. Because I don't think anyone would ever say it like that. If that makes yeah. sense. So, I don't know. It's, I don't know. The writing is... Yikes, but whatever. Um, so then Newt's like, what are you, some kind of investigator? She hesitates before saying, uh-huh. And then, um, and then, and then this. So I think it's just, it's just like, it just keeps yeah. happening. Um, so she's like, can you please tell me you took care of the nomadge? And he's like, the what? And she's like, the nomadge, no magic, the non-wizard. And Which is like, like uh. no-madge <laughs> is dumb, but it is very on the nose. And it's also really dumb. I mean, it's very on the nose, so you should be able to just, like, kind of <laughs> glean from it. But I just think about, like, when... I'm trying to think of, like, when Hagrid was, like, a muggle, and Harry's like, muggle? And he just says, non-wizard folk, and just leaves it there. Mm-hmm. It was, like, very quick, whereas, like, this is, like... They make a big deal They make a big it. deal out of the fact that they don't say muggle, when even on, even still, no magic is such a... Dumb. It's terrible. Um, and then he's like, oh, sorry, we call them muggles. And it's just, like whatever i don't really care i think <laughs> this particular this, section i was just like i don't yeah. give a fuck and i think i just also i never really thought much about tina but i just don't she's such a bland character i just yeah. don't care about her i mean the other the biggest thing with this like interaction is it's all it reads very stiff but it's also very much like again my biggest, well, I guess it's no longer my biggest complaint about J.K. Rowling, but, <laughs> you know, after all of the mm-hmm. <laughs> the bullshit. Right. <laughs> in terms of J.K. Rowling as a writer, writer and yeah. someone who's, like, trying to build a franchise, she fundamentally doesn't understand her audience. So she, and you get this in, like, the play materials, too. She thinks that she needs to explain everything. And one... The people that are going to see this, like, know these things. Like, the, the not the vast majority of people, but the majority of people that are going, like, off the gate. And two, like, Harry Potter and stuff is it's part of the, the cultural osmosis. Like, you don't have to have, like, read the books or watched the movies to, like, know the word muggle. Mm-hmm. Like, to have heard those kinds of things. And context does a much better job of explaining that than just, like, being explicitly like saying those things which just to me just takes you out of the movie because in real life we don't go we don't say slang and then immediately explain explain the slang because then what's the point of the slang so um i had you're gonna laugh at me but oh well i've rewatched lord of the rings like 
two and a half times in the last two months. Um, but I think I was talking to Connie about it or I don't remember. Anyway, it was a conversation I had at some point where they do a lot of like, they have a lot of different names for different things. And it's really irritating in the book because they'll explain the whole thing and be like, it's called this and then this and then this and then this. But in the movie, they just say it. And even if you don't know what it is, you know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like it's written in a way where like they call, they have two different names for a place but every time they say it, you know exactly what they're talking about without them having to say it's Imladris and also Rivendell. And also, they don't have to say that. You just know based on the Did context you know of the that story. Istanbul was complicated. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's like, it's like, it's, it's one of those things where like they are able to do it in a way where because of the context of where you are, you can take in what it is. Yeah. And I think that like, yeah, they don't do that here. They just are like, we have to explain it. We have to spell it out to she for everybody. She thinks we're dumb. She does. Or she just doesn't know what she's doing. Like, I just think that's also too. that. Like, I just think she just doesn't know how to do it in a way that's not, like, info dumpy. And she doesn't have editors anymore. So. Yeah. Exactly. Also, um, so in the chat, um, I'm going to skip around a little bit. Yeah. So, Bianca asks, why is it Makuza and not Mkuza with a <laughs> thing because you know um I don't know there's no A in it yeah. um they said Mkuza <laughs> like McDonald's Mc USA. <laughs> Mc USA. um Bianca says I'm from the USA United States of America nobody does that yeah um they says I don't even include the A um, <laughs> right like then they also mentioned this is essentially a citizen's arrest. She doesn't have any legal authority at this point, so she's just using condiments for makeup, just <laughs> unreliable. <laughs> and she uses condiments for makeup, Not so she's condiment. unreliable. <laughs> I mean, yes, but damn. Um, so then Tina's like, You wiped his memory. Um, and I mean, he was trying to, and then you popped up when he had to, he was trying to follow homeboy, and you popped up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Anyway, she's appalled and is like, that's a section 3A, Mr. Commander. I'm taking you in. So then she finally takes him in as opposed to just doing that from the beginning. Um, so scene 18, we're on Broadway uh, at the Woolworth building. So they hurry on. Tina almost drags Newt by his coat sleeve. And Newt's like, yo, I actually have places to be. So <laughs> can we just like hurry this up? And I'm like, you were being arrested, bro. Like you're going to jail. Can you? But who is she? No one knows. who. I mean, she has her little. She has a bad, an ID, but, psychic paper. Like Newt is like, I sure. Okay. And he's also like, really, he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, and. So she's asking him what he's doing in New York and he explains that he's getting a birthday present, which is, I'm pretty sure, a lie or at least, like, partly a lie. Um, And he can't be... And the the reason he couldn't get it in London is because Appaloosa Puffskins are only in New York. Like, the only breeder of them is in New York. Yeah. Um, And so they arrive outside the Woolworth building. Workers are moving in and out of the revolving door, but Tina moves Newt toward a side door guarded by a man in a cloaked uniform and she tells the guard that she has a section 3A, which is something that she's going to say like a thousand, a thousand times, times in the next like five pages. Um, so they go into the Woolworth building. Um, it's a normal 1920s office atrium. People are milling about and chatting. And then she says, hey, by the way, we closed that guy down a year ago. We don't allow breeding of magical creatures in New York, which I feel like Newt should know. Right. So this is my one, my one note. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
is there not like a transatlantic owl post? Is there not like this? That part made me really think it was a lie, and he mm-hmm. just like came up with it. But like, it's very specific, like yeah. the appolution puff schemes, like, and she knows exactly who he's talking about. Right. Which like he could just know, and so he, you know, yeah. could, it could be it could still be a lie, but it's easy for him to come up with it because because he, he knew, like, about knew about the one people. person that yeah. does this thing. But it's like, um. If this was actually the truth, this is why this makes me think, like, okay, that's just an excuse he gave. It's because, yeah. like, I'm not traveling by via steamboat. <laughs> which is, like, a thing that we didn't talk about, but we should did, talk about. Which did. is, like, a four-day... Why do they not have better chance? Like, four or five-day journey. Vacation. Y'all got magic, and you're, right. you're on boats. And not, like... Even, like, Lita later on. Like, yeah, like, it's on the Titanic. Like, what? What do you want a boat for? And it's, like... I know it's 1920s and like, yeah, the but muggles still. had to travel by steamboat, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> what? That takes like, that's literally a five day trip. If we make good time. Mm-hmm. And this man only got, keep in mind, he ain't got no toothbrush. No like, he's got, <laughs> he's got, well, you don't know, he's got his, pa- like, oh, yeah, he's got a whole true. apartment down there. That's so. true. He wearing the same outfit though. <laughs> he is wearing the same outfit. But like, I am not taking a five day boat ride with like bad plumbing to they just got plumbing so they think that any plumbing is good plumbing <laughs> okay talk about the statute of secrecy though because i it's not just about my personal yeah issues like if i'm in this boat smelling all of everybody else's stuff like all of that is getting scorchified everyone's gonna wake up in the morning like what this boat is so well kept all the workers are like, I, I don't, don't know. know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it is so well kept. Yeah, this is How? state of the art. I don't know <laughs> what's happening. And <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, I'm Gorgify, yeah. Fabrizio, Fabrizio, no, Fabrizio, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the oh thing is. I couldn't be like, yeah, to I then mean, go find a guy who's been shut down for a year. No, 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 no. Send it out. That's a lie. It's a lie. It's yeah. A lie. Um, so we pan around and watch Tina come through a door, through the door with Newt. As they enter, the whole entrance magically transforms from the Woolworth building to the Magical Congress of the United States of America. So this was mad underwhelming. I remember watching it and being like, it doesn't, like, they're trying to have it be like a Diagon Alley moment. It doesn't work. Or even like a Ministry of Magic, really a Ministry of Magic moment. And it doesn't work. Because I, like, it very much, so... It's like, it shows the Woolworth build. I just remember being like, okay. Like, I didn't even really notice that anything had changed. Yeah. I think well, because you go from a department store to, like, a bustling office. Office. Which, like, they're both bustling. bustling. They both have a lot of people. <laughs> and the p- folks are not in robes. Like, they're right. not, like, they're no, still in It gets darker. And, like, it's like, I yeah. It, it doesn't look, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have the same. And I think part of it is the entrance like the way they do it is they're like oh we're gonna show you what the muggle thing is we're gonna turn back and they're gonna enter it and it's gonna be different but like you can't really get that like there should have been some kind of entrance something they had to do some something where you are where it's clear that like something is about to change and yeah it is like really and i don't know that that's necessarily like on her yeah because that you know what i mean like that that's more on like the direction direction and stuff um but yeah, I definitely remember being like, wait, what's going on? Like, I don't understand. They just, I, literally in my head, I was like, oh, so they just like took over the Woolworth building and they just are up in here this whole time. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't really get that anything had changed. Um, 
So they're in the Makuza lobby now, um, moving up a wide staircase. Um, there's a gigantic dial with many cogs and faces emblazoned with the legend, magical exposure threat levels. This is basically um, Molly's clock, but expanded. It's a doomsday clock, but it's Molly Weasley's um, <laughs> clock. And there, didn't they, like, here's the thing. Didn't she make such a big deal about how rare that clock was? Mm-hmm. Molly just went to New York for a vacation and was like, oh, I'm going to use this for my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it's basically that. And so the hand is pointed on severe, unexplained activity. Um, and behind it hangs an imposing portrait of a majestic looking witch, Serafina Pickery, Makuza president. Okay. Um, I also don't like that because it, don't, it, it was very reminiscent of, like, the ministry with that big poster fudge. fudge. Yeah. And then they did it with what's his name afterwards? Um, the imperious dude. Oh, pious. Yeah. Thickness. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like, again, we have like, you know, we have like presidential portraits and whatever. And like, if you go to the, but if you go to the White House, not really. Like, there's not, like, a big, you know, like, they'll have, no, like, his, no, like, like... giant thing. It's more the seal of the yeah. presidency that's everywhere, not, yeah. like, the, the face, face of that person. And even if you go to, like, like, I know, I don't know, somewhere. It was an army base, probably. And they, like, have, will have the, the... They actually recreated this in Naruto, which is <laughs> hilarious, because they also have, like, the Mount Rushmore situation. Anyway, <laughs> where they, like, have the president's, like... Portraits. The portraits, but they're like regular size. Yeah. Like they're not like gigantic. They're, they're just not gigantic posters. like that. And then yeah. again, she's a black woman. <laughs> like you're just not gonna be like, oh, mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm here, bitch. Like yeah. I mean, maybe I don't know, but like I feel like in 1920s, I still doubt that she's president. But like in that environment, you'd have a bit more chill. Like, thinking about, like, how Barack Obama, like, would, like, mm-hmm. move through the space, like, I just don't, I don't like it. Yeah. No, for sure. It's definitely, I don't know. And also, this is, like, the most we see of Sarah Yes. Um, so, witches and wizards in 1920s dress, but not magical 1920s nope. dress. So just regular. Um, are hard at work, which is, like, yikes. They just are in the lobby working yeah <laughs> open office to like a whole times new. 10 yeah um so tina guides the imp- an impressed looking newt through the bustle they pass several wizards sitting in line waiting to have their wands shined by a house elf so that's nice and that's just still a thing that exists and is not like talked about at all yeah um i mean i granted it's the past but still um they get to the elevator and they meet Red, a goblin bellboy who's basically like, hi. Um, they both say, hey and hey, and then that's it. And then we're in the elevator. And Tina tells Red to get take them to the major investigation department. And Red is like, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be taking you up there, fam. And Tina's like, I got a section 3A, which is like, we get it. You could just like, she's trying to sound much more important than she is, is really mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, also... They're trying to be like, something's going on with Tina. I thought she was, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's like, eh, and it's just like, he, he would just take her up there and like, let the person who she is in trouble with deal right. with it. He's a bellboy. Like, right. He's a Pullman porter, basically. Yeah. He's just like, whatever, man. I'm like, I'm just. Dude, I'm just here. I'm just pressing buttons. 
I got a couple more hours on my shift. Yeah. Um, also, why do we have a magical bellman? And why is it a goblin? Yeah. Y'all, why do y'all even have elevators? Like y'all are, I mean, I guess the Ministry of Magic has elevators, but still, like y'all got magic and you just be doing regular ass. Elevators are, I don't have a huge great, problem with. But I just but... feel like, I just feel like they could do more. Yeah. Like I'm... why do you need someone to be there if you're magic? Just, right. You know, they have like the ones where um, they have the elevators now where you have to like press the button outside or like the floor yeah. going to outside. Like wave your wand and it'll take you straight where you need to go. Like do something To be magical. honest, the... Uh, hi, the turbo lifts in Star Trek are more magical than this. And you walk in, you say the thing, and they just be going. And they go. They go like, fast. what do you need the what do you need the goblin for? You just computer. You don't even say computer. You just bridge. Right. And then shoot. Right. You know. They need to step their game up. Um. So scene twenty two. We're at the major investigation department. Close in on a newspaper called the New York Ghost. Which I mean, Daily Prophet is better, but yeah. Um, with the headline, Magical Disturbances Risk Wizarding Exposure. There's a group of highest level R's in, uh, in the organization are gathered together in serious discussion. Among them is Graves. Um, his fake cut and bruised from last night's encounter with the strange entity, but all he did was watch it. So I'm trying to figure out how he got hurt. And he was like chilling. They made a whole point of He like, walked up, walking looked, through. it went up, went away, and he just looked at it. Mm-hmm. He just was a close And then on walked away. Like they made a whole point of how chill and like. Everyone else is freaking out, and he's just like, mm, mm. interesting. And that was it. But now he's now got, got a breeze on his face. Up. Um, and President Serafina Pickery herself. Um, Madam, which... Uh, Why? She is an executive. They make, because they're trying to make this a bigger deal than it is, I think. You come to her office. What do you mean? Why is she in your office? Because she's black. It's racism. <laughs> they wouldn't go up there. <laughs> they're like, you gotta come to us. Um, so Madam Pickery says the International Confederation is threatening to send a, de- a delegation. They think this is related to Grindelwald's attacks in Europe. Um, Graves says, I was there. This is a beast. No human could do what this thing is capable of, Madam President. Um, and Pickery's like, whatever it is, it must be stopped. It's terrorizing m- no mages. And when no mages are afraid, they attack. This could mean exposure. It could mean war. And I like, do not care. Uh-uh. And I think that that's like, it's a similar thing to when we were talking about Chris Child and when they like make things really big, but haven't really built Done anything any up to make you like actually care. Care. It's just like, okay, it could mean war. And then what? <laughs> like, I mean, cool. Then we could get tea after? Like, can we, can we go tea? get some shawarmas or something? Like, you know what All I mean? All right, it's Tony. Like, I don't. You don't care. I don't care. It's just real bland. Um. And I also think, too, because the way that they introduce it, I mean, they introduced Grindelwald first or whatever the fuck, but, like, the way the story was going, it's just separate stakes. Like, it's very much so, like, two separate movies. Yeah. And so... I'm still over here, like, so what's up with the Niffler? Yeah. Like, we ain't seen him in a while. That's who I'm trying to say. I know. How much did he get away with some money? Yeah. Did he give it all back? <clears throat> That'd be rude. Is he hungry now? Is he sleep? You know, there's like, um, in the Runaways, uh, the Marvel comic book, mm-hmm. um, one of the mutant children has like super strength, but whenever she uses it, she passes out. Yeah. And I'm like, is he sleeping now? Does he need to take a nap? Because when they <laughs> showed him, when he was all yeah, full. Well, he He's looked like, all like, well, he like itis. <laughs> he had the itis, and I'm like, so is he okay? Is he hungry? Right. What is the aftermath of getting all that gold of chasing the of catching the bag? Mm-hmm. What happened since? Suffering from success. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, please, I'm going to just say it now. Somebody please put the Niffler on uh, DJ Khaled's album cover, please. And thank you. Um, so... Okay, so they're interrupted by Tina who approaches cautiously leading Newt and Madame Pickery like, I made your position here quite clear, Miss Goldstein. Um, and she's like, yes, but you are no longer an R, which like, yikes. Ooh. But also like, you spent all that time doing all that to just find out immediately that you're not an R. Like, yeah, okay. and Newt is like, oh, cool, so I can go. Great, I'm, can I, may I be excused? Um, and then Tina's like, no, but, and then she says, Goldstein. She says, there's been a minor incident. And then Madame Pickery says, well, this office is currently concerned with very major incidents. Get out. And then she says, yes, ma'am, and leaves, which I don't care. But also, if, first of all, like, you have this random ass dude. You could just be like, A.O., he just did Ella Magic in front of Muggles and had all these creatures and shit. Like, just mm-hmm. say it. Like, I, that's why. I have a section 3A. Right. You've been talking about your 3As this whole time. You might as well say it with your chest now. And, like, I really... It's, like, one of the things that kind of has always, and it's not just this, but, like, it bothers me sometimes in different media where, like, somebody's trying to get something out important and they keep getting cut off and then they just go away when it's, like, no, wasn't this supposed to be important? Important. Like, if it's important enough, then you're going to make sure you, should you get make heard. Sure you get, yeah, you're heard. You don't just, like, leave so that we have some, like, contrived tension. You know what I mean? Like, just say it say with your chest. It. Like, I don't know. So that that part also is annoying to me because I'm just like, say what you got to say, bro. Yeah. I also think that, like, I don't know. I was so excited for Serafina Pickery. And then I'm now I'm just like, why is she here? Why does she know that Tina's no longer an or? Like, how many or? Apparently, she said it specifically. Right. How many ors are there? Like, why? why is, who is the lead head of the law enforcement? Isn't that uh, Graves? Maybe. Maybe. Why isn't he the one being like you yeah. are no longer an or and mm-hmm. and the president is like who is this chick? Right. Like, like really? You really? Re- are here? How small is is Makuza? Is Makuza? Well, because she, her because freaking, you're supposed to be in charge of the her perspective. United. She's used to the a Ministry of Magic country. that's in this tiny ass island that then has even less of a population to the point where everybody. Like where the Ministry of Magic is a small town, it's like fucking Stars Hollow, and so the minister knows every single colorful character that walks around the damn thing. But we're in America, and that is not our own <laughs> work. So I, just, I'm just it, yeah, it's it's dumb, and it's just like first off, everything is happening concentrated in New York, but there will be ours in other places. It would be like. Our offices yes. in a lot of different places. Also, it the auras be... in New York would not be housed at Makuza. No. You're not just going... That's not how that works. Like, the Department of Law Enforcement or whatever, right. which is a bureaucratic body, would be housed in Makuza. And then there's... The R's would be the R offices. Right. Like, It'd be up. a police station or something mm-hmm. like... Even the Department of Justice don't work like that. Like, they got a southern district of New York and a northern district or eastern. You know what I mean? Like, it's the, America's too big. Yeah. New York is too big. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your beat? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, all five boroughs? Yeah. All of them. All of them? Not, and the states, too. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, up, the boroughs, like, the states, the state, damn, like the, the dang, I, you got everything. You're is this new, is she in order for New York, York City they're or in New York, New York talking State? about oh I gotta go over to LA real quick to make sure that uh you know Grindelwald isn't over there 
And yet, we take in steamboats. Yep. It is... Is the, it might be the same distance, but it's about equal distance, London to New York, New York to LA. It's true. It's about <laughs> it's, equal distance. It is. Just so y'all know, as someone who has flown to London from LA, yes. it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> and then flown from L, or London to New York and been like, oh. Oh. Not really just be out here. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just confused at the logic and the like logistics of this whole system is dumb um so tina pushes a bemused looking newt back toward the elevator graves looks after them the only one to appear sympathetic is he actually graves right now or is he no i don't i so like i had not understood when when he becomes becomes grindelwald and somebody and i don't remember who it was was like oh no that was what the first scene was but then that scene was in london so graves couldn't have been in london he didn't switch out then so at what point is Graves not Graves is my question. Okay, cool. Glad we are all on the same page in not knowing the answer to that. Because <laughs> I'm like, at what point? So I'm like, here's my even, thing too. I didn't even, I didn't even know, didn't... was Graves ever Graves? Or did he just show but he up had on the to scene? Have, no, he had to have been because you look at the like, the Pottermore, whatever the fuck. I mean, even this, like, oh right, like he was, a, he was super established and like his family's like a long line of Whatever the fuck he is, ours. He got or a something. long trail. Yeah, he's like a well-known he's got a long person. Ledger. Yes, got a, he's thank got a long you. ledger. Yeah, and so like it just is weird that nobody would one know that it was not him, um, and then two because we don't really get to know him. All we see is him like giving brooding looks. So whenever it is that he changes, we wouldn't be able to tell because right. we don't know this dude. Right. We can't be like, oh, that's weird that he did that because we don't know what he would do regularly. And nobody else is thinking it's weird. Somehow, you know, Newt figures it out, even though he ain't never met this dude in his life. So it's just, it's very... Um... Maggie says that uh, she really thought he hadn't been Graves for a long time. That's what I thought, too. I thought that, like, at least from the start of this movie, he was not he's Grindelwald. I don't know when that, but yeah, you're right because it jumps Grindelwald's escape, blah 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 blah. And I guess it does move. Does it move in time? I don't know, girl. I don't know. I just, I just I, if you're gonna like, just why are we guessing? Why do we have so much information about Makuza and nomadges and all of that being explained and no idea about the timeline? Because <laughs> I'm really confused about this, and I just feel like if you really wanted to hit harder, if you want to like turn it around, and all of a sudden it's like, you know. Johnny Depp channeling 1990s boy bands. Like, we could have done that in a way that actually made sense. Um, as opposed to it just being, like, spectacle. Like, oh, gasp, it's Captain Jack Sparrow. Like, yeah. we could have done something else. And so, anyway. Scene 23. Now we're in the basement. Um, the doors open to a cramped, airless, windowless basement room. A painful contrast to the floor above. Clearly the place where utter no-hopers work. No-hopers. What is that? Something that us Americans say all the time in America. Oh, it's, it's, it's as American as you can get. Mm, mm-hmm. Look at you, you know, you know, Hoper. Start calling you that. <laughs> I mean, it's apt. It is an accurate description. It's so stupid. Like it's like no matches. It's like the same thing. No hoes. That's what you call them. <laughs> No hoes. Oh, you don't call them no hoes. Oh, that's happening. 
Sam Nika said, slaves? Question mark. Bianca said, hopeless. <laughs> which, yes, the word is hopeless. hopeless. Which is, as the same amount of letters. The app, like, it's really where, where hopeless people work, maybe? Or yeah. Or, like... Clearly the place where... Or just... The utter hopeless workers. The place of utter hopeless work. I don't know. Yeah, but it makes you think of NoHo by D-Lo, so I'm gonna think that instead. I don't even know what that it's is. It's fine. But... You don't have to know that song. It's um, Deep Cut Bay Area and super disrespectful. So. No hopers. <laughs> no hoes. Alright, so Tina leads Newt past a hundred typewriters clacking away. So maybe are the typewriters the no hoes? Because Wait, they said D-Lo. We don't give a fuck about Thank no you, Zay. Zay knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bianca said, it could all be so simple, which might be the new, how did we get we here? Get here? I mean, I'm not there yet. I know how we got here. I just know that we sh- nobody's supposed to be here. I know how we got here, though. Oh, yeah, we definitely, yeah. But that nobody's supposed well, to be here. Um, <laughs> documented. Documented in how we, yes. How we got here, got it. Yes. Why we got here. Still puzzling it out. Um, <laughs> said, yeah, y'all asked for $50. <laughs> we did do that. <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, so the typewriters are clacking away and then they're making these memos that, um, fold themselves into origami rats, which then scud- scurry to appropriate tubes to the offices above. Two rats collide and fight, tearing each other apart. But why? Like, but why would the memos fight? And then, so then do they have to make new memos? And do you know that your memo didn't get didn't there? Didn't get there because they bumped into a different memo and fought? fought? <laughs> like, and then why rats? Because it's New York. Because New York? Maybe. Why any of this? <laughs> when we When we had, like flying memos like paper airplanes that made sense that's literally how kids would pass notes sometimes right i understood that and even when they were like oh we used to use owls but, but like, like yikes, that inside was and but jesus like, christ rats? i don't know man shut it down like what is happening <laughs> why, do y'all, why do y'all work here like what the fuck you getting rat memos like wow Okay. Um, and origami. Was that in the... I don't remember that, I don't actually. Remember, I don't remember really any of this. Yeah. So. I might have to watch it. Yikes. Have yeah, fun I don't want that. to, but <laughs> have, might have to. Have fun doing that. Um, so, Tina walks into the dingy corner of the room, assigned wand, wand permit office. Um, so, they're in the office now, and it's basically, like, the misuse of Muggle Artifacts office. Like, she's just taking random shit that she already wrote and putting it in here. Um, so apparently Tina, instead of just getting fired, she got demoted to the wand permit office, which is give me Arthur Weasley vibes, except Arthur that's what loved I was his, saying. his job, job. Yeah. and wasn't demoted. But. And how long has she been working here? Cause I just feel like, like, did she just get here or has she been here for a couple months and keeps trying to investigate? Like, yeah. In which case fire her. Like get, right. she doesn't have to work at the, you know, she could just be a vigilante and they could like arrest her eventually. Because she tripping. Which like, would also be a better movie. Like, Newt gets snapped up by Tina. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Orzo is around. And she's, like, trying to do this investigation. And then he finds out. 
Oh, you're just some vigilante. You're not even, and like, they don't even Mm -hmm. want you doing this. Mm -hmm. Though, again, I would much rather just follow the Niffler around and some other creatures. I would rather. Well, I mean, you could still do that with her being like the person who realizes that Newt's out here with all these creatures. And Makuza also is like, what are you doing with all these creatures? Yeah. Like, it could could work as long as you take out the Grindelwald of it all. And also... Yeah. Yeah. The dark magic. Yeah. I would love to learn about Fantastic Beast and where to find them. <laughs> Me personally. Personally. That's why I came here. We've only seen two Fantastic Beasts. So we don't know where to find them. I don't know where to find them. They don't know where to find them either. Let's keep reading because they, they too <laughs> don't know where to find them. <laughs> Let's keep reading. Um, so she's like, she asks if he's got his wand permit and Newt lies and says he made a post application weeks ago. Um... So she, I like how she puts lying in parentheses. parentheses. How are you? I mean, I guess you can kind of act that like shifty or yeah. something, or like, or just like lying poorly. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so Tina is sitting on a desk, scribbling on a clipboard, on a clipboard, and it's like, um, "You were just in Equatorial Equatorial Guinea," and then he says he just completed a year in the field. I'm writing a book about magical creatures, which again. Should be the movie, but also, we never see the book. And, like, maybe it'll pop up at the end and, like, I don't know. I Whatever. But, like, Bilbo had that shit out the first day. It was, like, there and back again. We knew he was writing a book. He wasn't just going around telling people, which I guess maybe he does make a new writer because he's just telling people he's writing a book, but he ain't wrote it yet. Very. A drag. <laughs> a soft drag. Damn. <laughs> um... And Tina's like, like an extermination guy? Which is like, yo. <laughs> Be cool, bro. <laughs> like, why? It's a magical creatures. Like, so, and how to kill them? <laughs> That's Tina by Tina Goldstein. Fantastic Beasts and how, how to, to kill them. Yikes. Um, and then he's like, no, to help people understand why we should be protecting these creatures instead of killing them. Um, and then Abernathy, this other dude, comes in looking for uh, Tina and she ducks behind her desk, like hides like a child. While meanwhile, Newt is still there, just standing there. And she's like, "Nope, hide me. I, I was never here." But who is the stranger in, in the room if Tina's not there? Like, right? He's just sitting there. Like, am I supposed to? Am I supposed to duck too? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to go in the chat real quick because, yeah. um, who? Sorry. Bianca said they could train dogs and cats. And how crazily exciting and messed up would it be if you had dogs holding memos and coming up and dropping them for you and then you give them a treat or shake or... I want that in my life! You should write it. Right now! (laughs) And then the dog is just like, oh, you're my human now. Mm -hmm. I always come back to you. You're my favorite human. Dog post. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> Bianca also says that Newt hasn't sat at one typewriter, and Maggie said she needs a scene of him going through edits. <laughs> it's supposed to be published the following year, though he should be actively in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay, so Abernathy, who was a pompous, a pompous Jobsworth. What are these words? And why? Like, are, like, how does that... What is a Jobsworth? 
Sorry, I'm gonna Google it because mostly because no one says that. Um, if it was in the original Harry Potter thing, I or a person who uses their job description in a deliberately uncooperative way, what, or seems to delight in acting in an obstructive or unhelpful manner. So the people who are like, that's not my job description, but are like loud about it. Yeah, but it says it. they uphold petty rules even at the expense of humanity or common sense. It's a British colloquial. So that why the fuck is why it here? Why <laughs> We're in damn America. And not to be like, this is America, but like, we're... But it is, because if your character is American, you want to have an American way of describing him. Right. We don't have jobs worth. You would just call him the office jackass. It's more than my job's worth. Okay. Yeah, no. That's the first time I've ever heard that. And if you're an actor, especially an American actor, if they were hiring American actor, are all these people British? They're hiring an American actor and they're reading the notes about the, the lines that they got and it says, I'm a pompous jobs worth. And you're like, well, off to Google I go because I don't know what that means. And the whole point of a screenplay and like notes like it. this. I don't know what it is. It's to help an actor be able to translate but this onto the Eddie screen. Is British, or I don't know who this dude is. But Eddie Redmayne's supposed to be British because Abernathy. Newt is British. I don't know if Abernathy, Abernathy works at Makusa in New York, and I mean he could be British, but why? I just mean the actor, but still, I don't. know. That's what I'm saying. I think all yeah. like I'm like that's why I'm saying are all the actors British. I know that Jacob isn't, but I'm John Depp. <laughs> He's from another planet. Um. Yeah, because even Carmen Ajogo is British. Colin Farrell is British. British. He's Scottish, but... But, like... Yeah, British. It's a British, like, production. production. And I just feel like... Like, I I understood, like, I think one of the things that she did when she was like, "I, I want the cast to be British for Harry Potter. I was and like, it made that sense. That makes sense, yes. And a but British production of not, it made sense. But you're not on the BBC. Like, you have money. <laughs> you're on Warner, Brother, on Warner Brothers It can be coins. a global production. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not BBC. You don't, like, you gotta hire some British actress to play Rosa Parks. I get it. You ain't got the funds. But, like, <laughs> you are trying to have this entire magical community in America and... Most of your cast is from Britain. Like, why? Anyway. Um, <clears throat> Abernathy's calling after Goldstein, who finally slowly emerges from behind the desk and is like, did you just butt in on the investigative team again? Um, and ask where she's been. Um, and then looks to Newton's like, where did she pick you up? And then Newt quickly looks to Tina, who shakes her head, her expression one of desperation. Newt stalls, a silent pact between him and Tina. But Why? Right. All he, all she's done is take you in, march you around the damn premises, and is now right, and and is harassing you about your wand permit. Like, what's the point in helping her? And it's funny because I think it's supposed to be because that he thinks. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's supposed to be because of romance, but that isn't even a. I mean, we all know how she'd be with romance, but she's it's really non-existent in this in this particular movie. Honestly, Um, you just supposed to know that they get together, so that's all they really do with it like I mean anyway Abernathy asks Tina if she's been tracking the second Salemers again and Tina lies and is like of course not 
Um, and then Graves comes around the corner. Abernathy is immediately cowed. And the thing is, is like all the questions that Abernathy is asking doesn't make him sound like a job worth. It no. makes him sound like, she, like his supervisor, like her supervisor right. who was trying to figure out why she wasn't at her desk and why she was off doing stuff that was outside of her jurisdiction. That uh, she had been demoted and explicitly told to stop doing. Right. Um, so Graves is like, afternoon, uh, Abernathy, which is that supposed to? I don't know. I'm not going to. Mm. I don't think that she knows when he was great when he was Graves and when he was Grindelwald so I'm gonna just stop yeah um so Tina steps forward to formally address Graves and is like this is Mr. Scamander he has a crazy creature in that case and it got out and caused mayhem in the bank um and Graves is like well let's see it so Newt tries to speak up he looks more panicked than might seem warranted by a niffler but Graves dismisses him um Tina theatrically places the case onto the table and throws open the lid but the case contents are pastries. So again, don't know where to find them. But we got some bakes. And I just would like someone to try them and let us know how yep. they are. Um, Newt approaches nervous on seeing the contents. He looks horrified. Graves is confused, but he smirks slightly. Another one of Tina's mistakes. And then he goes, Tina. And he walks away. Newt and Tina stare at each other. So are Graves and Tina supposed to have like had some kind of... I think he's her mentor. But it's he not clear like, because he only says clear. two words, yeah. so it's just like none of it's clear. Also, like Newt, more to say. Newt doesn't say anything in this entire exchange, and like at, at the very like, least, when she opens up the pages, he should have been like, "Oh God, no!" Yeah, <laughs> like, he should have explanation. Like, I feel like I feel like what the problem is is like all of the dialogue when people are talking, it's just to it's explain things, and then when they actually should be saying things, they don't say anything. Yeah. And it's very strange and annoying. Yeah. None of the so, dialogue is to actually is, make connections with no, each other or build even. relationships or any such thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, I forgot to add MVP and Bench I got so into <laughs> <laughs> Abernathy and Jobsworth. Um Who's your MVP? I don't think I had one. I really tried yeah. to think. I was like, nobody did anything that. Mostly just because, like, and not like everybody was trash. Just everybody nobody was did bland. anything. Like, I just <laughs> did not care. And everybody was bland. No one did nothing. And, like, I guess Abernathy for doing his job. Is anyone else doing their job? I don't really know. I don't know. I, nobody. For doing his job and being called a job's worth for it. Yeah. But <laughs> even still, like, I just don't care about him either. So, no. like, nobody. Okay. I, it's too. It, yeah. Um, I made Serafina my MVP just because she was there in black in a zoot suit, even though she shouldn't have been, but she was, <laughs> and that's literally it. She didn't do nothing. She shouldn't have been there. She should have known her worth and been up in her office actually, you know, governing all of the United States yeah. and not just, you know, worried about what happened in downtown New York <laughs> five minutes ago, but she didn't. She was there. So. So Serafina. So yeah, Serafina. I almost did that, but then I was like, but she didn't want to listen to Homegirl when she was talking about she had a 3A. So then I was like. But did Homegirl say she had a 3A? She said, but. But. Uh, no, it was a minor but incident. It's a minor she incident. That everybody else talking about. It's a, I have a 3A! A 3A is a minor incident. It is a 3A. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maggie MVP's the Niffler. He had a big day and someone should check on him. I know, and now he's with some stranger. Yeah. That's Poor sad. Niffler. Poor Niffler. <laughs> Bianca MVP's the rap messengers. 
Um, they MVP Serafina for being the president, even though it can't be true. <laughs> it can't be true. No. Like, no, it's true. It's if it was a woman president, I'd be like, this is suspicious. Just, you mean like a white woman? A white yeah. woman. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't really buy like, this. Why have your thing be so male heavy? And then when you go back in time, that's when you're like girl power. <laughs> like I just don't I'm not I don't understand I did none of it it doesn't make much sense to me no I also just think that like again if this was Fantastic Beast and where to find them yeah it would make sense to have like some really cool awesome like women like Serafina's out here also a magic zoologist who like knows her shit but is not the pres like give them give them a job that would allow them the freedom and the flexibility to be badass. Right. Instead of giving them a job in which there's no way she would have that job. Um it is fiction. I don't know if you knew this. If you could, you know. I don't care. Yeah, well. Uh, Lena MVP Serafina, Samnika MVP Serafina. I think that's all of them. That's what we got. Cool. Um, I bench Tina because like, why? Like, just do your job. And like, clearly she did something that got her fired. So like, if you're not supposed to be doing the thing because you were tripping before, like, why would you continue to trip? And then on top of that, Passion? you're hella boring. Like, I don't even, I don't A even calling? care. Like, no. And I know people, you know, like, obviously that that's been like a, it's a character template or whatever. And so, like, it's not like she's the first character to ever do things like that. But I just, she's not memorable enough for me to care. So that's why she's benched. Yeah. I mean, midly in her defense, we haven't had that much time with her. But but I've seen the movie, so no, I, I, no, I know. She's no, no, I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm going from like I know that we are spoiler, yeah. spoiler heavy. We know sure. in the whole she's still yeah. boring and stuff. Like, I just but, want to get better. Like, like I think like that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like it's like when you like it's like reading. I don't know other people in the other series where like you read. even Draco like you meet Draco and he doesn't get he never gets better no but, but he's he gets still interesting yeah like, he gets like, interesting yeah as like, opposed you know, to like some just... kind of something where it's like she's just like here and I just don't care and yeah she's talking about no matches and shit so, no matches and no hoes no no magical that's, that's who's really non magic people that's my real MVP the no hoes <laughs> no hoes no um. Dua don't care about him, but I do. <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah, I gotta bench J.K. Rowling because we're on scene twenty five. For it's not this is not looking good. It's definitely not getting better. Like it started off as like a okay, whatever, and now it's just like a uh, mm, yeah. I'm not angry. I'm just yeah still very we're much. still not at cursed child level not even a little bit not even but, close but like, i also... haven't had any really deep size like real like right yet. but then i mean then <laughs> but is an art is there an argument to be made that at least cursed child made you feel something <laughs> like you know irrational anger but at least it was <laughs> it, it evoked an, an, emo- yeah, an, an emotion <laughs> This is I just mean, here. Say what you will about the cursed child. You have to admit. 
It makes, it makes you. It makes you. It makes you feel something. something. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think that this is so, like, this is one of those things, and there's been, like, a lot, a lot of conversation about publishing in general, like, this week, and, like, what, why we, people write these books, and, like, and why someone having the audacity to be, like, maybe I shouldn't have written this story, and, like, this isn't, um... I mean, she shouldn't have, and not for, like, those reasons. Yeah, this is, like, a completely different reason, but this is definitely one of those, like, why did you write this story? Like, did this need to exist in the world? Yo, it's the same... Y'all heard about Suzanne Collins with her dumb shit like this? They just all be writing shit. Why do you need to write it? It's unnecessary. (laughs) Write a different story. Write a different story. Like you've made like the thing is that like you have now made a name in which people want to hear and want to read your shit. Want to read your shit and and hear your ideas, but give them new ideas. Like, could you imagine? Like, I just like Suzanne Collins is even more frustrating about that because she has written other other books. books. And, like, use your name now to, like, push out those books that you did write, you read, that did catch on before you write The Hunger Games. Or even write a new thing. I I think one of my things that, like, and, you know, I don't know people's lives, and so I don't know, (laughs) you know, people have different responsibilities come up, or they have different dreams and goals or whatever, but I'm just like, if I write, like, I write a series... Whether it does well or not, I want to write a new thing. Like I want to just be like stuck in the same world forever. Like I just feel like that would be. And I mean, like, I think like I love, I personally love series that go on and on and on. Fourteen books, fifteen mm-hmm. books. But that's I also but, think that that's different between like that's there's a difference between doing that, which even so, I don't think I could do that. But yeah. like there's a difference between that because that's like a specific kind of format, and there are books that are meant to be like that versus having one where it's like this is a series, this is a, a contained story, yeah, and yet has this bigger world. And like I guess you can go and pe- but if you're going to go and like delve into the into the rest of the world, new and characters, new, new characters, scenarios, yeah, new things. like build out that. Don't just be like, oh, now we're just gonna go back and talk about this one dude who was evil this whole time and is the originator of the damn Hunger Games or even just like why let's go back to Dumbledore like why we did that yeah like if we're gonna do something in the same thing it has to be different it's also like the idea of the world is so big like even our world right and there's so many different stories that you can tell and so many other people whose stories deserve to be told that in your fictional world you must you you must allow for that also to be the case like harry potter is a hero and his story deserves to be told but there are a lot of other heroes or a lot of other people in the wizarding world whose stories deserve to be told that have nothing to do with harry potter mm-hmm. that's what i'd like to think there's a magic zoo, magic zoologist out there collecting animals and finding them and talking about how they should be treated with respect and awe and loved up on and it has nothing to do with Grindelwald or Dumbledore or Voldemort's ass. Yeah. It's just literally like, where's David Attenborough? Tell me that story. Uh, anyway. Benched. Did I bench? Yeah, J.K. Rowling. Um, Bianca benches Tina for acting real. Let me speak to your manager with no qualifications. Lena benches Tina, mind your business. Maggie benches the off-duty demoted wizard cop, which is Tina. Took me a second. I was like, who is that? Who do we, who do we meet? Oops. Oops. Uh, Zay benches Graves because he had this gross, snapey, filch-like enjoyment when he thought Tina made a mistake. Um, Samika benches Barbecue Becky, a.k.a. Tina, who apparently can't even eat a hot dog without making a mess, let alone be an effective or Wow. Portia also lets us know that Tina has to be equally as boring as her future love interest. Um, that's how JK shows that they have romantic chemistry. 
Can they? And then Maggie brings up, can, can't wait for them to have angst over a hug for 95% of the whole movie. <laughs> Y'all. They didn't even get there. Isn't Craig's Grindelwald like, they, she's sad because he left and then they, but they never like did anything. anything. So she's all like angsty because she thinks that he is married to Lita or whatever the fuck. But like, they never hugged, kissed, shook hands, like smiled at each other. And she's all angst filled because of the one time they... She apparated him to Makuza. <laughs> Did she write a 400 page? No, it was longer than that. The book was like 68 chapters. In which I, a man, hug was essential I hope, trauma. I hope, the next, I hope we like find some like, I want to read something with like good, this is why I do this at like, <laughs> just read books with like good romance. Cause like, <laughs> this shit is just so bad. And like, not that, and romance is not even my like, genre like I do not read romance like capital R romance but like if you're going to put that as an element into a story like can it actually have some can you put something into it like if you're gonna commit to one can thing, I just say to the full book like, I don't again romance also book? not really my my genre but there is a romance if you guys are out there <clears throat> the wedding date yeah well and what they commit to is eating a ton an obscene amount of food in all situations, post-coital, pre-coital. <laughs> like, <laughs> so much food. And like, not food that like, gives you energy to like, have marathon sex, like pizza and donuts and tacos, in which you just, to me, the thought of having another person touch you after is just abhorrent. The wedding date, man. But I, and I'm, and the thing is, is, like, I'm not even talking about that, though. Like, I'm just talking about other fantasy books or other, like, that, that where it's not the main thing. But I just feel like anything you're going to put into the story, you have to put, like, thought and effort into every every part of it. And yeah. often romance gets left out. And then comes it, it up just, at the end. And, it come, and you're just like, well, what, why? Why even do it? If, like, if there, there's fine if you don't put it in there. But if you're going to do it, do something. Don't just have these two people we don't care about pining over each other for what reason like they don't they haven't anyway thank you for listening yeah um <laughs> next week we'll discuss scenes 25 through 35 of fantastic beasts and where to find them it's funny because like it seems like like sometimes it'll be like we're discussing hella scenes and then other times it'll be like three scenes but they're just various lengths and we're going by pages um yeah so make sure to follow along let us know who you think is the real mvp and who has been for the chapter um join the conversation on twitter at we black and nerds hashtag wizard team um and you know i think our yeah our next episode will be during black wizard history month so check out all that stuff we're going to be doing um use the hashtag black wizard history check out our website we yeah we just got a lot going on and it's going to be fun and yeah we'll talk to you then we'll talk to you on the internet bye y'all bye